Give it a moment here to make sure it all kicks on correctly. Scott, thank you for sharing. What am I sharing? No, you already. Oh, did. oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. All right, so we are officially live. I can see it, which is good. I'm mute there. Gonna hit a button to make sure it works. There we go. Let's see. Let's see how. What's our delay here? Thirty seconds. I actually don't know what the delay is from Streamyard. It's about it just, ten it seconds. Just ten, ten, fifteen seconds. Not too bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, welcome everyone to the Forbidden Mountain Podcast. This is the Into the Unknown Podcast. This is episode two, and we have a very special guest with me, right to my side over here. Uh, we have Liam and Aaron of the Illumiteers. If I hope I said that right, I kept saying it over and over again today, and I'm just like, I don't know which one of these is correct. So we're just gonna we're just gonna try and hope we get it right. <laughs> Nailed it. You got it right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So welcome, welcome. Um, please, you know, take yourself a moment here, introduce yourselves to the stream and to our community in case they don't know who you are. I think they do. Well, no, I first off, really appreciate you having us here. Uh, when we saw your podcast start up a little while ago, we were super excited um, to see your perspective in the Lorcana space. We watch all your stuff. So to get the invite was uh, was was great. So we appreciate Thank it. Yeah. Thank you very um, much. As you said, I'm, I'm Liam. And I'm Aaron. Uh, we're the Illumiteers. <laughs> uh, we cover Lorcana, um, latest news, uh, but we also specifically focus on the art and design of the game. Um, artist interviews, art deep dives. Um, we try very hard to to build a community in our space around Lorcana and to bring the artists in and make them part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, you know, one of the one of the big things um, for us around Lorcana is I'm relatively new to TCGs and Liam's a lifelong TCG player, and so being able to build a community around um, a game that has an incredible property and um, is looking like it's going to be a pretty spectacular game. We're really excited to blend um, these two environments and um, and these two worlds together. So I couldn't agree more. Well, before we get into it, Scott, welcome back. How are you doing this evening, sir? You look so I'm much good. better this week. Thanks I don't know if anyone's me. noticed already, but he looks, he looks dashing. <laughs> it's, it's the shirt. What can I say? It's the shirt. Top. Oh, totally. totally. <laughs> Am I the only one here that's at least somewhat repping the Disney IP? All right. I got an Obi-Wan shirt on. At least I'm trying here, guys. <laughs> uh, all right. You win. You win. Yep. They, had <laughs> you win. They, they had nice dogs. They saw them. It's yeah, true. Yeah. They do. I do like. Mm -hmm. I do like me some Pooh Bear. So that's that works. That works. Mm -hmm. So the question, of course, is what are we here for today, guys? Well, uh, this is once again the Into Known podcast, but we're gonna we're gonna be talking about some stuff today. So we're gonna walk through it, and uh, here's our topics for the podcast. So we have introductions, which we already skipped. We're done. We're, we, we figured it out. It's no big deal. So we're gonna go right into the why Lurkana, and then we're gonna discuss organized play and local level uh, at the local level and greater characters you hope to see in chapter one and a prediction of what they do. I wrote one down. I think I might surprise you guys. Uh, and then we have some closing thoughts. Scott has a Scott has a really interesting question. I also added one as well. So um, let's get into it, right? And we're gonna start, of course, uh, with you guys because you know I actually went back. Uh, your first video was posted about eight months ago, and you. Oh, you... I am sorry you watched that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I am very uh, I'm very adamant about the start before you're ready, right? So it's like you guys got out there, you did your thing, you're excited, which is great because that's that's. It's the only way you get better, right? I tell everyone that I ever talk to is like, 
1% better every single time you record, every time you hit the button. Just always constantly work towards something that, you know, makes makes it better for you guys. So uh, eight months ago, you, you made a video about why you were excited for Disney Locana. So here we are eight months later, many videos later. Uh, and you guys have already done some cool stuff within the Disney world as well, within the Disney Lurkana world. So tell me guys, you know, why Lurkana uh, still now, even we're about what, two days or two months from release now. So why is Lurkana more exciting now to you maybe than it was eight months ago? Can I take a first swing? Yeah, go ahead. Wanna, so why, why Lorcana? Uh, it's an amazing question. Um, because, I mean, you're right. For the last uh, eight months or so, we've poured... Uh, a solid part of our lives and emotions and time into this into this game and building this community. Um, for us, uh, games have added so much uh, to our lives. Um, they've given us uh, communities wherever we moved. Um, they're an excuse to sit down across from family members or friends to introduce them to a game, to, to interact uh, in a way that you might not uh, if you didn't have that game in front of you. Um, and, and TCGs in particular um, are amazing at building communities. Um, and, and, not only building communities, but giving uh, sometimes people who don't have uh, another place to go uh, a place to belong. Um, local game stores for a lot of people are are where their friends hang out. It's where they where they meet people and where they find a sense of belonging. So, um, the the thing that excites us about Disney Lorcana is this game is going to bring so many new gamers into gaming who have never touched a TCG before. It's going to get people to walk into game stores who have never walked into a game store before because it comes with this built-in um, appeal, this built-in IP, this nostalgia that's going to hook people of all ages um, to give this game a try. And we're so excited um, to see the community that, that builds around this game. Um, and, and we see it already. Uh, I, I have to give a shout out to some of our other Lorcana creators. I see mm -hmm. Stephanie from Lorcana Illumineers in the chat. Um, you know, and even before the game is launched, um, we've managed to build an amazing community in the Lorcana space. Um, and, and it's just been wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can see in our tagline that one of the big things that we're really passionate about is community and just echoing Liam. I mean, um, as I mentioned before, Liam was like a lifelong TCG player, you know, played Magic when he was a kid. And um, a few, about maybe five or six years ago, we moved up to Washington state. We're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And we lived right down the street from this absolutely incredible LGS or local game store. Um, and that's really where Liam like fell back in love with magic again. And um, he would play Friday night magic there every single week. Gabby's cards and comics. If you're in the Olympia, Washington area, you should absolutely check it out. Um, Gabby is incredible. It has, has built almost a community center around her LGS and gives back to the community throughout the year. And it really, again, made Liam fall back in love with TCGs and really demonstrated to me um, not only the community that we can build with our friends and family around our kitchen table playing a board game, but mm -hmm. also this incredible community within our greater community and in our town and get to know people that we would have never met before. Right. And so partnering that sense of like home and belonging that a lot of LGSs can create um, with this amazing Disney property and 
people who may might not touch a board game. One of my best friends is like not into board games at all. <laughs> she will tolerate us <laughs> trying to get her into play villainous or something, mm -hmm. but it's because it's villainous. It's because it's Disney mm -hmm. and she right. wants to engage in these characters she grew up with and she loves in a new and unique way. And so I think that Lorcana is just really poised to be able to bring those two um, sides together. And I think that that's why we are so excited for this game. Yeah, it's really funny. Like I wrote down my answer and it was uh it was very close to the same thing. It's like I grew up with these characters. I grew up and now like even uh I it, I'm a dad of two children and yes, we watch the new Disney movies come out, but truthfully my wife and me like them more than they do. Mm -hmm. But that's besides the point. Um <laughs> but the point is is uh like it's really cool to like take these characters that you love and enjoy and now experience them in like an entirely different direction, entirely different way. And this is just the very beginning. I and mean, we already know there's seven sets of this, you know, in production, et cetera, that like you're going to have the next two years, two and a half years already guaranteed of exploring or re-exploring um, and reimagining these characters, which is really cool. So Scott, how about you? Why, um, we didn't really get into this last week. So why Lurkana? Why is it like really stuck out to you? And you know, what are you excited about for the game? I, I actually, there was a time during COVID and all that where I didn't think I was ever gonna play paper TCG ever again. Facts. Um, where I had basically said, no, it's all digital for me from now on. Um, and, it's really the strong IP and you know, like I'm probably a little older than you guys. So like I'm, I'm more of like the nineties cartoons that um, into those, um, those movies. But like, for me, it's about a, a TCG that I think is just going to have staying power based on its IP and based on its community. So like I have a lot of fear that I think this is going to go away soon. So, I mean, I've played a lot of games that some of last longer than others. And I didn't want to like, you know, like get my heart broken again, but I, but I don't think that's happened here based on based on what I've seen so far. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with the company, but I think that they've hired some good people. So um, I ha I just have a lot of confidence in, in what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, I don't I don't see a lot of like you know early fears about missteps or anything like that. I think they're handling it pretty well, um, and I know they've done well with their properties um, and other equivalent Disney the property with villainous and things like that so i have a lot of faith in the company and in the way that they're handling things so i just have a lot of faith that it's going to continue and i'm just looking for you know a, another outlet for us to 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 play yeah uh, yeah more. you know something you said about the, you know faith in the company um you know dan when you asked the question you asked you know why lorcana then and then you said uh you asked us why still lorcana mm -hmm. um and i want to address that second part because why yeah. still lorcana and it ties to what something you said scott um We've been really fortunate on our on our content creator journey, you know, so far to have gotten to interact with the the Robinsberger team several times, um, both in their in their office in Seattle and then uh, at a oh. conventions, um, and feel really lucky. Uh, highlights, you know, of our of our content creation career, but you never leave an interaction with them without this feeling um, that they are they are super committed to this game and making something that's going to be around for the long haul. You see it in how they approach the art, you know, all original art. You see it in how they they interact with game stores, um, with their with their plans for the future, with and with just their passion for the material. Um, you know, we see a, we do see a lot of you know card games come and go, and I you know we've yeah. we've all seen our share of them. Um, you know, it was big surge in the nineties, and then yeah. we had some you know it was quiet for a while, and now we have this big surge again. Um, 
But Ravensburger is a is a 130, 140 year old company um, mm -hmm. who is taking their first dive into this. And there's a reason they've never done it before. Um, they're not into quick cash grabs. They're into mm -hmm. making quality products. And they mm -hmm. took their time. They did their research. They hired the right people. And they are doing everything right to, to make this um, to make this a great game. I, last thing I'll say, I, they, I, um, the last time we met them, we got to, I interacted a little bit with their uh, head of global, I won't say who, I interacted with, with an individual who said, you know, <laughs> man, I, would love, I would love to be beating Magic one day. Um, and it was not like, <laughs> that's where his head's at. He knows it's mm -hmm. a long shot. But the fact that he's even in his head saying one day I would like to compete with this, mm -hmm. with this, you know, big game, that's the mentality they're bringing to this. Well, and they embrace that um, mentality as well of like community building as well. You see it in a lot of the materials that they're putting out. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about organized play later and how they're approaching that. But I also, what I do love um, as well, when we did have a chance to meet them up in Seattle, we got to meet a lot of the play testers as well. And oh. what was so cool is so many of them like used to hang out at this um, LGS in Tacoma, Washington. Like they were a group that would get together and play and they um, got linked up with Robinsberger. They knew some folks there and, and that's like, for them, a lot of how their journey started with Robinsberger and becoming these playtesters. So these are like people who they're gamers. They're gamers, and they love yeah. they love that atmosphere. So um, you just can tell their hearts in the right spot. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That sounds wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you like instantly made me jealous. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for that. That's no. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Gen really cool, Con. though. Yeah, Gen Con. It's uh, yeah. we're definitely excited. We're looking forward <laughs> to it. There's no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really cool to hear. It's, uh, it, it's also not shocking to hear, you know, like I listened, um, I actually, I believe it was you that may have posted the unlisted, uh, like version of the expo. I think that was you that you posted that, right? So I listened yeah. to that whole thing and even just like listening firsthand and hearing, you know, the way he had viewed and the way he was answering question, which also made me laugh a whole bunch. He's just like, no future, no future things whatsoever. And people kept asking, guys, yep. he, he said, he said, I'm not going to answer them. You got to try. But it was really cool to hear it. And, you know, it's, it's exciting that you're bringing that already. It's like, nope, like you guys are, you were confident before you even were in the room. Now that you were in the room, you're like, oh, this is, this is just knocking out of the park, which is really exciting for me to hear because I definitely, you know, we've interacted with designers and um, game uh, game creators before in the past with some of the games that we played, and we've experienced that same level of excitement. So to hear it again yeah. already, that's it, it. Definitely, it's good for everybody in the room to know that, like, listen, like we're getting involved with something that they truly believe in to the point where, like you said, they're ready to compete with the biggest of the biggest within the industry, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, and to watch Steve, like teach people how to play the game at um, Gamma. Like when you watch that footage from the game nights, it's like watching a 15 year old kid, like teach his <laughs> friends how to play the game. Like he's just <laughs> truly that passionate about it. It's so incredible. Um, just how he just oozes this love for the game. Yeah. I mean, and let's be honest, like you got to love it. Right. You know, like it's, some people definitely design out of like the aspect of they're good at doing it. But like, to me for like, you, you gotta love what you're doing, you know? And, yeah. and that's with just about everything. But like for this type of experience that you're creating and you're 
honestly delivering to probably more people than he even imagined when he started. Um, you got to love it. So it's mm-hmm. really cool to hear that. But let's get into a little bit about Gen Con, right? We'll start and we'll uh, we'll talk about organized play here. So uh, we have organized play and we have, but first you suggested that we wanted to talk about supporting your local game stores. You've already uh, hinted at a few that you've played, you know, you've interacted with in the past, but if we really do get into the importance of, of local game stores you know it starts at the very bottom right like that's mm-hmm. where you need to succeed there to understand how to succeed everywhere else to give everyone the impression uh that you can succeed everywhere else so you know for you guys and your community you know what have you done so far to kind of start up that Lorcana community within your local game stores if you, if you have made that effort yet oh i mean we've 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 done our best. Um, we, you know, we're we're lucky in Austin here. We have a, a pretty robust network of, of game stores. Um, some of them lean more into TCG. Some of them don't. Um, but everyone that we've talked to is is ordering Lorcana, is excited about Lorcana. Um, unfortunately, most of them uh, are, are hesitant to talk about uh, events yet to advertise because they still don't have their allocations. Right. Um, and so they're they're nervous about leaning in too heavily mm-hmm. and then only getting a few boxes. So. Um, you know, we're, we're getting ready to the point where they'll be ready to talk about, um, events. Um, we have, there's been a couple, uh, we won't name names, but there's a couple who have asked us, um, in the near future to come and do some demos and some how to plays. Um, but, uh, it's something we're definitely looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, living in a larger city, um, I'm sure Stephanie, who I see on it can, um, can sympathize with us living in the Seattle area. Like we do have an opportunity to, have several game stores in our community, all of which who have kind of their own community and their own niche. Um, like, you know, one one store is really board game focused, one's really TCG focused, one's really tabletop game focused. And so um, it is it is really great to see that um, across all of them, they are, they've heard of Lorcana, they're excited about it. And yeah, we're just really jazzed to start like actually partnering with them once we start kind of figuring out what allocations look like. Um, and, and supporting them and their efforts to bring people into, into their stores. Um, we just, yeah, we love, we love our LGSs down here. And admittedly, we've focused a lot on building our online community as well and trying to bring people into the game who may not have an LGS around them. Um, what suggestions do you all have? What, what more can we do for our local game stores right off the bat? I mean, it sounds like you're doing just as much as we are, to be honest, you know, like I have reached out to be like it's funny because philadelphia is, you know it's a big city uh but ironically it's not a big uh, local game store city you know honestly even like within the actual like zip code city of philadelphia there's only like yeah. four maybe five game stores in the entire city uh and you know like two of them are located like in downtown like philadelphia which is definitely a hassle for most people to get into and um, I have friends that do play there and they have reached out for me and kind of got an understanding of what maybe they're doing. But for us, it's actually the greater Philadelphia area that has a better chance um, because like we've always had a better established relationship with those as well. Cause Scott lives in greater Phil, like a little bit greater Philadelphia than I am. I'm still technically in Philadelphia, but I'm closer to the outskirts of it. Um, but we also we're fortunate to have a store called top deck games, which is, um, they're known they're known for their that's their gaming location but they're known online as card kingdom which is a pretty big um distributor for magic the gathering and things like that 
and they have this gigantic store. I mean, like it, they just recently moved last year and it is massive. Like it holds like it can hold up to like, I think 800 person tournaments or something like that. So we're definitely very excited uh, to get into their, into that system. Um, they're, they're very excited about Lurkana. They were also at the gaming expo. Uh, I believe they were in the same room and interview that you guys were in. Um, so we're definitely excited to get a part of those things. And we, I did everything I possibly could to reach out to everybody. And I sent them all the information like, Hey, this is how you get your tournament kits. This is how you get set up. And I heard a lot of the same stuff where it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to get products. So I don't know if I'm going to apply for my store kit. And I'm just like, well, what if you get product and then you don't have a store kit? Like, why not just apply for both? Like, you know, like what's what's the worst that can happen here? You get a store kit and then like three weeks later you get product. Like you don't need it on day one. And I, I tried my best to convince as many people as possible. And don't get me wrong. I understand hesitancy. I understand it's a gigantic commitment for the store to try and build a new community. Um, but it's really just trying to, you know, get across that this is not, this is not a run of the, like, you know, one of these games that are just going to blow over in 10 days. Like, yeah. it's just, it's not like, they've already told you that like, Hey, we're here for two and a half years. So it's like, knowing that we're already here for two and a half years it's like they've already committed to this so this isn't like some six month commitment that your local game store has to make so i think that's the biggest important thing um scott do you have anything to add to that the only advice i can give though is um don't be afraid to travel a little bit like it, it i mean as as stores start so this is probably a few months out like past release but i, I think once it starts up there will be i'm, I'm not saying go play in a different store every night trust me like weeknights are tougher enough as it is <laughs> but but um if stores within the area that you're willing to travel to are having big nights or big big events on the weekends or something like that like don't just don't be afraid to like go to different ones all the time and yeah. like don't don't in our area like that you know some just be too tribalism among what they're doing and just don't be afraid to like you know stretch your legs a little bit and go out different like you know we we've gone all the way out to like Harrisburg, Harrisburg. And place yeah to play like, like two and a half is, hour drive commute yeah, like yeah. Seven yeah. Out, just just know? just was like you know trying to show our support for the the greater area that's out there um, so I would say like as those things start to pop up just try to support them as best as possible because because some stores will like they're like they gear up to just do one big thing and then like if that fails we're like oh I'm not gonna do it again so like we just try to. Whenever we, whenever we see that the stores try to support them as best as possible, especially on the weekends. So, I do want to quickly shout out the the chat today has been awesome. You guys are <laughs> you're really honing in, and I'm sorry that we're not interacting with you enough, but I'm very very supportive. Thank you guys for uh, for interacting with us. We'll get to you at the end for sure. Speaking of the chat, just you you do have a who. Speaking of community, you can see this game is already bringing people together. You have a who's who. Of Lord yeah. of content creators in here. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, like We're this is here's or kind of ready said draw. Yeah, ready said draw. We knive, got knife knife corner. You got tape cabled from a light into lumineers. Uh mentioned here. knife, uncommon cardboard with Lee Barb. Again, these are showing this them all the community off. already. Showing them all off. Showing them all off. <laughs> Thank you guys for showing up tonight and hanging out with us. Um, so let's talk about the uh the past the local and these scaling uh, events like Gen Con. And recently we found out, I think it was the beginning of last week or I think it was the beginning of last week about Miami Con. Um, so like there's these, these events that like we're already super excited about. I mean, at Gen Con, we knew that Ravensburg was going to be at Gen Con, but we had no idea there were going to be events at Gen Con. 
Um, so it was really cool to see that happen. I understand there's a bunch of controversy around all of it from start to finish. <laughs> but nonetheless, we're having events at Gen Con. So that's exciting in itself. Um, and then with Miami Con coming in a couple, like I said, like almost like a week or so after the Gen Con announcements, they came in and said, nope, we're committed to this. We're doing this also. Uh, we know that PPG, which is Pro Play Games, they're based in, they're ironically based in Miami, Florida, also, which is why when we heard about Miami Con, we're just like, oh, that maybe that's PPG, but it's not PPG. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Uh, this is something entirely different. Awesome. That's just another person doing this. Um, so you know, what, what, are you guys excited to travel to these, you know, quote destination events and? just like we are right now uh exploring the community a bit more and all those things like what are you guys excited for about the higher competitive scene uh of the game oh there's there's so much loaded into that question um <laughs> I, i'm sorry about, i'm so sorry no 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 there's so many things i want to talk about uh you all know, right i, I want to start if i could though with miami okay. um and and we do you want to talk about gen con and the higher competitive stuff um for those uh, who, who didn't see the news this week, um, Miami has been leaning into Lorcana hard a lot longer than, than anybody realizes. Um, the owner of the oh. convention actually picked up and moved the entire convention by five months this year so that he could put it after Lorcana's release date at a time wow. where he thought most people would have product. Um, he's had a tournament lined up for a while, and there are, uh, there are some other surprise announcements in the Lorcana <laughs> realm coming in the near future, which we can't talk about yet. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we're very excited for that event, and we are super excited to travel. And I think um, it's going to be probably, I, th I think it will be like the first big Lorcana oriented convention um, mm -hmm. after release. Um, that's, that's not Gen Con. Yeah. Um, well, so we're Con, super excited about Gen that. Gen Con's still before release. So that is true. Technically, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't count. Release ish soft release kind yeah, of yeah yeah i mean it, it basically like by the end of that weekend we'll know every card in the set yeah i was gonna say it, it basically yeah. is release yeah, yeah <laughs> i mean there's there's gonna be enough booster packs open we'll know the whole set for sure yeah right <laughs> and it'll be a neat test to see um you know in the immediate aftermath of the game you know, coming out um what kind of a draw lorcana will be um and whether or not people show up you know to that convention and you know mostly for magic or pokemon mm -hmm. or whether Lorcana does have a huge dedicated fan base there who's willing to travel. Are you talking um, about Miami? Miami, I'm sorry. Miami. Yeah, uh, yeah not yeah, Gen Con. Uh, <laughs> that was like, Miami. Um, <laughs> because, uh, and, and from what I've seen, you know, it was interesting. As soon as they announced it, uh, you saw this flood of Lorcana content creators uh, jump on board and, mm -hmm. and say they were excited to go. So yeah. I think it bodes well. Um, we're excited about, we are excited about that. Yeah, right? we're super jazzed. We need to get our hotel room booked. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, um, that's actually a really good point. <laughs> yeah. um, now, now I said it. Like now, all of y'all are gonna right. jump no, on right after this. <laughs> yeah. All gonna... ten of us are like, shit. We gotta book that. <laughs> no. um, everybody's right now trying to trying to get in. Um, Leave one for us. As yeah. far as competitive events go, though, you know what, what is what is neat about Miami too is um, they, they announced that right on the heels of um, the Robinsberger team. Uh, saying in, a, in a, an event in France that they're not um, going to do first party um, high level competitive events for about a year. Um, and uh, there was there was an interesting, you know, I'm, I'm sure you all saw it. There was an interesting uh, moment in the Lorcana community where people were a little um, disappointed uh, because they were looking for, you know, there's a lot of people who enjoy the competitive scene. And then shortly afterwards, you know, we realized after Miami made this announcement and then Robinsberger came in and clarified a little later that um, what they're talking about is just, you know, maybe nationals or some high level, you know, uh, 
organized event um, that they're going to they're going to allow the community to build it first before they do that. So um, what, it, what was great about Miami is it made us realize that oh, we are going to see competitive events. They may be third party. Uh, they may be run by Star City Games or other companies, yep. um, but there will be plenty of, of space for competitive play. But I have to take a moment because I'm going to speak this into reality. At one day, Ravensburger is going to host a national event at ESPN World of Sports at Disney World, and it's going to be amazing. That is, I have to say it enough to well, like speak it into the universe, put those vibes out there, and then hopefully one day. I'll as great as that sound, I hope it doesn't happen because that means I got to bring my whole family to Disney World in the middle of whenever, <laughs> and that's just like that's just a bad option. All right, <laughs> I can't focus on high level competitive with my whole family there. It doesn't work. <laughs> I think that's where Magic used to have its nationals back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see that. Well, I should know that. Why World Sports? So it, it it's a cool place. A, it's a cool place to play. It nice. reminds me of like uh, of the the wrestling game Raw Deal that when you won Raw Deal you got tickets to WrestleMania. That's kind of what it, it's it's like kind of the same thing. It's like oh well if you win maybe you get tickets to Disney World. This sounds awesome. Well, or like they could have a collab with Disney and like all the princesses could be like at. Are the, they our judges? Are the judges? One day. Pipe dreams. Okay, sorry. I love yeah, it. No, no, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, all right. So what um what do we have next here? Oh, that's right. That's right. We have uh, our favorite characters. Right? So well, uh, we're gonna let Scott go first, right? Because Scott probably didn't even think about this at all, even though I sent it to him. <laughs> Uh, so obviously it can be a character, it can be an item, it can be an action or a song in theory. Um, but let's talk about something that's has not yet been released right, or revealed for chapter one or even further chapters, etc. that you would love to see within chapter one. And if you so dare, would you give us, uh, what the card may do? Go ahead, Mr. Scott. Um, I think Sebastian is the card I'm looking forward to, um, because he was like my favorite part of a uh, little Murray for a long time. So I, I, I about at one time in a soon to be released video, but I'm, but I'm hoping what he does is he's like a small little character that, that um, can sing songs as soon as he comes into play. Mm-hmm. So he has like rush for singing songs. So th- I'd like, to, I'd like to see that. That would be cool. I think that'd be really cool. I like that idea. All right. We're going to, we'll, we'll go, uh, we're going to go to Aaron. All right. So what we're going to do. So go ahead. You let okay. us know. So I originally was going to talk about a character, but then I didn't realize I could do a song too. Oh, um, there so you like go. Character again. I tell you what, you can totally do both. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. To. <laughs> so thank you for giving me the invitation to do so. Um, so my character, because again, this is like my soapbox that I'm speaking into existence, is Madame Mim. Mm. If y'all have just we love you if you stuck with us from the beginning, but that has been from the beginning. Like I really want Madame Mim in the game. Um, I love her so much. I think she would be an awesome shift character uh, mm-hmm. because there are just so many options there. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Madam Mim. I like it. Gonna happen. Um, and then, and we've started to see Sword in the Stone stuff. So that's true. Possibly mm-hmm. possible. Um, for a song, Liam and I actually made a list. <laughs> We're both linking down in our list and I might steal what he was going to I love it. I love it. But the I song wrote a list too. Would- be super cool is once upon a dream mm. um and you would get to tutor for a prince 
uh, oh, I like dinner. that. I like that. That's you do a princess too, because it's technically a duet, and he's singing about. It is technically a duet. Yeah, <laughs> a tutor for a prince or a princess. Yeah, there you go. So that's that's a song that I think would be super cool. Even though we hope tutors aren't in the game and being. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Any smart player does not want a tutor in the game. No, that's, have... yeah, that's true. But it's yes. all. I'm, I'm, Save that for like set twelve. Like, let's just get well. But from a flavor perspective, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's perfect. I love it. But yeah, don't do that. Let's 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 stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I will. I'm gonna steal your place, Liam. We're gonna. I'm gonna button line. All right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, anyone that has known me, right? What's the name of this podcast? It's the End the Unknown Podcast. I'm a huge Frozen fan, and I need to see me some Anna. She has to exist in the game and i think i have a unique a bit of an ability for her i actually want her to have a bodyguard ability because she is so much about the caring of like her family and her friends and even like the the companions and things like that that i think that she could actually very well fit as a bodyguard s character even if like it is something silly like oh if you have elsa in play she has bodyguard or something like that i just think it'd be really cool um because you just think of this little itty bitty girl, little bitty itty bitty princess that has bodyguard, and it just makes me giggle to really think about that. So that's that's my uh, that's my take into what I'm trying like to wish lot. into existence. I like that a lot. I like to flavor it. I think it's true to her, like the spirit of her character. I think you nailed it. And um, you know, initially you you think that Kristoff would take that role, but I don't think so. I think Anna mm -hmm. is the is the lead in that in, in that relationship. And yeah. I love it. Go ahead, Liam. Take it. Take it home for us, man. Well, so I was gonna do Kronk as a bodyguard, but we're gonna get rid of that. <laughs> he just writes. Way. He just shoots off the whole list. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna do Rapunzel. I'm not gonna do Tafiti. Oh, like, stop giving away! I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, we're not gonna have any more material. No. I, I, uh, if I could do so for character, um, I'm gonna go with Chip and Dale. Uh, and and. Hmm. I know. Well, they're great. Uh, you know, they're just, they're classic Disney. Um, they're delightful. The card art would be, would be wonderful. Um, I don't have a, a specific ability for them. What, what I think though, is that they work better as a pair. Right. So I don't think they're one card. I think they're two cards. And I think to get, uh, individually, they might be like two power, but when they both get into play, perhaps they each augment each other's power. So they're stronger mm. together. I could totally um, and, and so I, I think they have that kind of mechanic. Um, if I could, if I could do a song too, just because oh, I, I love, so just, just I love Heffalumps and Woozles. I love it because I love the line, um, they gobble up the things you prize. And I think Heffalumps and Woozles would be the first time you see an item steal uh, mechanic Ooh. in the game. Ooh. So it allows you to take an opponent's item. I like, like Heffalumps. Love I to like steal who's honey. Hmm. That's very fair. It's very fair. Yeah, I think it's crazy. I like, uh, I, I really would. What do you guys think? Like, you know, so where we have 77, 78 cards or something like that. So there's like 130 ish more to go or something around that area. How many, like, how many songs do you think there will actually be, uh, as in compared to just normal actions? Because, like, we already have what, like, five or six already? So I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually curious, like, how many songs will actually get like in chapter one or even like per chapter as an example, because they're obviously so unique to the action, um, you know, concept of the game. So it's like, you really don't want to oversaturate it, but it's crazy to think when they're like, man, there's like, I don't know, 300, 400 Disney songs that you can attach yourself to. So yeah, like, 
Yeah, I would say, I mean, I agree. I think that's true. I think they probably released a lot of songs earlier. I mean, I'm thinking about like huge gaps. Like there are no, there are not a ton of items in Sapphire and yet there are two Sapphire characters yeah. that need items. Yep. So mm -hmm. like, I think we're going to see a lot of items come out in yeah. Sapphire so that you can actually use them. Well, there's a lot of Felipe out there that hope you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the song front, I think we may see more songs than we would normally think. I think, you think with song like subtype like, actions. I'm sorry, go ahead. So, so like you think there's a like better chance that there's actually more songs than normal actions? I think it'll be close. And, mm -hmm. and the reason is um, it's something called variance. Um, and when you know, as as experienced TCG designers, you know, Steve and Ryan are thinking about this a lot. Um, you know, when you have a card, you know, in your hand, um, having one thing you can do with that card, like one specific action, one option is boring and leads to, you know, uh, little strategy, but being able to use that card in a variety of different ways, either I can a ink it, I can play it um, is just an example um, makes for a deeper strategic game. And so I think um, the more songs you have, the more choices and options it gives you, you can now use your character. Do I use this character to sing? Do I use this character to quest? Do I use this character to challenge? And it allows for some deeper strategy. Um, so songs kind of give you this, um, they add a little bit of variance to the game. And I think that they're going to lean on that a little bit to, to add that complexity for experienced players. That's might be a hot take. I don't know. Chattel, no, I don't know if, if I, I, cool. I, like I it. think it's, I, I think it's like mm -hmm. a really interesting thought because it, they are just so different. Um, and like, if that is a, like a trademark to the game, then maybe that is a direction they go, right? Mm -hmm. But it's it's so hard to say this early on because like the natural instinct of me is thinking like, oh, well, they're they're like really powerful actions. So we probably don't want to oversaturate the game with them. But if the game is just meant to have these overpowerful actions, then like, well, then, hey, maybe there'll be 30 of them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? Um, but really interesting thoughts. I, I don't know. It's, it's something I've been considering more and more is like what really will be the breakdown of, like items and characters and things like that. And the songs are just so different because since there are two versions of actions already announced, uh, already spoiled, like it's like, all right, well, like, I really do wonder. So, but yeah, I, I think that's really cool. Um, anything to add there, Scott? No. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks Scott. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going to go into the closing thoughts for this one and we're going to break it up. Uh, so Scott had a really interesting question that he wanted to ask. And honestly, for those of you that are in the chat right now, I wouldn't mind, you know, answering this for you as well. And I'll spotlight it. How do you guys intend to collect Disney Lurkana? So like, and I guess Scott, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you explain a little bit further. Yeah. I mean, I, already saying like i'm gonna get buy one of each card i want four of each card obviously for the hardcore gamer types and then other people are like, well, i want four of every foil i mean like you know it's gonna be super crazy um so i was just curious if you guys have thought about how you like how you how much you want to collect and what how you want to collect Morgana. i think oh, we're gonna have two very different answers for this but mm -hmm. um I'll let the collector in the family go, go first. first. No, you go first because you probably have a better strategy than I do. Well, <laughs> no, I um, I'm I am a collector. Um, I I love the foils. I love the cold foil treatments. Mm -hmm. So we love art, and for anybody who's watched mm -hmm. our channels, we we obsess over the art in these cards. And one of the things I love about the foils in this game 
is that I think I I'm I'm willing to bet that they were thinking about the card foiling when they were designing the art for the card. Mm, yeah, so when you see sure. the foils, it really augments the art and you see the card in some instances in maybe the way the card was meant to be seen, the way the art was meant to be seen. And sure. Aurora is a good example of this and there's some others. So I'm going to have a really hard time not trying to collect one of every foil. Um, that's that's what I want. Um, and then, of course, on the on the content creator side, we're going to need play sets to do play testing and on sure. events. But, um, but if it were just me on my own, like, one of every foil is, is where I want to be. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> I don't really have to strategize about collecting because my house is Um, No, I, you know, I am not a huge collector. And so, you know, I'm sure I'm going to approach this in a similar way to 10-year-old me collect approach Pokemon, <laughs> which is like, is it cute? Do I like it? <laughs> I would like one of those, please. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I'll have, like, my play deck that mm -hmm. is, sure. I, like, use yeah. to actually play with. But for, like, having cards in a binder, yeah, I mean, I might have just totally lost, like, street cred. But, yeah, I think, for me, it's probably going to be, like, do I like this piece of art? And yep. do I want to be able to enjoy this piece of art in person? Um, so, you know, maybe cold foil. And then if there's like an art that isn't foiled, but is just like, like part of your world or something like that, that I just absolutely mm -hmm. love. Like, it's like, okay, then let's do, let's make sure we have a part of your world so that we can enjoy that in person. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think when you start considering, um, that it is all original art, it seems like the easiest thing to give away is prizes, right? Uh, like you just look at it, you're like, whoops, sorry guys. <clears throat> you just look at it and you're like, well, I could totally see them just literally giving away this Aurora, you know, design here. Maybe we can go to it. I knew you guys did an entire, a wonderful breakdown on this art. Actually, if anyone hasn't seen it, you should check it out. Um, but the, uh, the, the art is, since it's all original, it's, it's, it really is incredible. It like from coming from other games and seeing what other people have done. And even like games that were also being announced kind of like along with this one, this art in this game is phenomenal, which is only yet but another draw to it. It's it's another layer of collection uh, to all the collectors of Disney out there because this is all it's not you know it's all original, which means outside of card gamers, players are going to want their not players but collectors are going to want these things. They're going to want them in the cold foils. Which, by the way, I'm super jealous that you guys like got to hold them. Right? Like, you, didn't you guys hold them uh, at, at Expo? Yeah. Well, I saw them up close. I didn't get okay. to touch them, but I was. Okay. So, <laughs> so like i'm not i didn't play flesh and blood but i understand that they're the same type of foils as flesh and blood and those are you know from everyone that i know that plays that like they love those foils so i'm definitely excited to see them in person uh like the videos obviously they never do it justice it's the same a picture never does it justice you know you can't go and look at the grand canyon and then send a picture to your friend like look it's not the same um so i'm excited for those things for sure as a collector myself I mean, I, I'm a high competitive player, so I need to have a place out of everything, and that's pretty much it. If there is a world where multiplayer, which, by the way, uh, I haven't really, I haven't talked about this at all yet, but I love the concept of multiplayer in this game because my biggest pet peeve with like Commander is that people lose early and then sit there and do nothing. And in this, that doesn't exist. It's just like everyone is playing until someone actually wins rather than people are losing along the way. So like, I'm very excited for multiplayer in that aspect because it's, it's just in a completely entirely different direction than like 
anything else, which I think is really cool. Um, if if that gets like actual rules or they change and they decide that something's different, like a Highlander S format or whatever, then yeah, I'll need a foil of every one of those cards and there won't be really be a debate. But that's that's future Dan's problem. <laughs> and then, of course, fantastic. <laughs> of course, the biggest collector in the room, uh, realistically, is Scott, because that's a whole other mountain of another day yeah. to talk about, which we don't need to get into right now. But <laughs> Um, so some of we, we had some answers here. I'm going to go back in here. So we have a uh, shout out to Ohana Lorcana. I love your name, by the way. I saw it the other day. I think it was like sometime last week it came across on Twitter and I was like, that is phenomenal. Um, it means Sharon, family. Yeah. She, <laughs> hey, there's a bit of a spoiler for later on. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sharing my collection with wife and kids. We're going to vacuum up everything we can. I love it. Um, and then where else? I saw a couple others here. I gotta scroll up. There was a lot. You guys have been chatting like crazy. Uh, <laughs> ready, set, jaw, play set of every card. Foils are each our favorite to leave in the binder. I, I can respect that. Uh, and then we have Nerve and Nerd, play set of every card so I can have access to every play set. Yep, can't hate, can't hate. I do want to go back to this one real quick because uh, we missed it earlier, but looking for Genie that lets you make three wishes, pay some lore. Uh, to play three cards from the top of your deck or your inkwell exerted. I think that's a really cool, interesting take on what Genie could do. It sounds really powerful, um, but that's okay, right? We go all hope and dream, let's be honest, right? We're making wishes. They better be yeah. good. So. Black Lotus was a card at one point. It was legal. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that, man. We, we talked about not wanting tutors. You want a Black Lotus? Come yeah. on, dude. You <laughs> ban it later. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then the last one is I want a master set and a place at a playable cards. It's, mm -hmm. It seems very fair. Um, so this was the, uh, the other question that I added. We'll go back to it real quick. Is it, um, I added a, how often do you think you will travel to events? I know we're all, I, you guys are, are going to Gen Con also, right? Uh, Liam is going to, okay, Liam is going to Gen Con. So Liam's going to Gen Con. We're all very likely also going to Miami. Um, so we're clearly committed. You guys have already been to stuff, which is great. Uh, so, you know, how, how often, like, do you think you're going to try and hit, everything you possibly can along the way? I mean, as much as we can, I, um, you know, just going back and we've hit this, you know, multiple times already, but um, the, the community that's been built up around this game already is just wonderful. And, um, you know, I think you're seeing that with Miami. Um, a lot of us now, a lot of our content creators, we're, we're all friends and we interact regularly. So even in the absence of it being a Lorcana event, um, if I find out that Nive or Stephanie, um, you know, are traveling to to an event, I'm going to have a hard time not wanting to go myself because the Lorcana community is all great people um, and I just want to hang out with them. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to go as much as we can, uh, given the limits of our of our day jobs. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we hope to, to experience Lorcana, you know, nationally as much as possible. Yeah, for me, um, like, Transformers, uh, it's the, it's basically the last game that we came from uh, at a high competitive standpoint. They didn't have, they only had one overseas event. Uh, and honestly, Scott and I were very close to going to it. And then we decided not to. And we're like, oh, we'll just get the next one. There wasn't a next one. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was really upsetting right. because like, I've always wanted to travel. I've always wanted to go overseas. I always wanted to do these things. When World of Warcraft at its prime was doing those things like i was like crazy young i didn't have money to do any of that stuff so i just didn't do any of them now obviously much different in life part of lifetime 
uh, I'm very excited to travel to as much as possible, especially anything that's overseas that like we can really get attached to. I think it'll be really fun. Um, I'm a traveler by heart, so I'm 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 very much looking forward to like having that destination uh, to go to and see more than just Disney Locana and kind of experience the world a bit um, nationally in the North America. I don't think there'll be anything anything that's like a high level competitive event. You'll catch me at. I'll, I'll absolutely be there. And Scott, if if not one of us, probably both of us will likely be at all of those things. But Scott, uh, is anything particular and excited? Like obviously, if Disney World comes back around, I know you're. I know you'll definitely go. <laughs> yeah, as long as I'm allowed to go to as much as I can, <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, but the, the, so, the, the international stuff is probably more probably gonna happen. Yeah, obviously. I'm I'm super excited. Like. I just I really want to hit some like any of these international things as well. I would be the first one that gets announced. I'm telling you right now, I'm already going. There's, I don't care where it's at. I'm going. <laughs> um, all right. So I wanted to close on uh, the Disney quote of the week, and you didn't even know, but you spoiled it already, and that's okay. It's okay. Um, so we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get into it, and it is it is Lilo and Stitch. Ohana means family, and family means oh no, I can't read it. I can't. I want to make sure I don't mess it up, guys. <clears throat> we'll go this way. Uh, Ohana means family. Nice. No one gets left behind or forgotten. Um, and I wanted to start that because even I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect when we were going to go live today. But it was really cool to see all of the content creators in this room with us, and really just almost like solidify this uh, this early going of the community and family, and how we're all really excited for this game, which is great because. This is like we are kind of the founding like blocks of the community moving forward. And because obviously the game's not even out yet, and we're so goddamn excited about it. But <laughs> the moment Gen Con hits two weeks after that, four weeks after that, and all these cards start coming out, the community is going to grow tenfold at that point because it will be real in quotation marks. Um, and we'll be able to have cards in hands and things like that. And I think it's important that, uh, it's, it is this community building and this wonderful interaction and collaborations with everyone around because we all want to build each other up. We all want this game to succeed and we all want to have fun and succeed together. I can't wait to get to Gen Con and shake hands. I'm a hugger, just so you guys know already. But if you don't, you're not into that, that's okay. Uh, but, so, like, don't don't mind me. If you want to hug me, I'm going for it. But handshakes are cool too, fist bumps, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, I'm just super excited about the game and I wanted to make sure we kicked off with a little Ahana means family. Love it. Love it. Lorcana yeah. means family. Nobody lives behind or forgotten. There you go. There you go. Of course, I also had to add on, there had to be a reason why I put a, a, a stitch face on the uh, thumbnail of this. So I, I had a I had a full circle at some way, guys. So let's be All real. Right. There you go. <laughs> but uh, of course, seriously, you know, thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, it does mean a bunch of us. It, it means a ton to me and Scott that you guys you know, you reached out to begin with and we were able to make this work together. And for anyone that is watching this later on that might not know, where can uh, they find you guys? Hey, no, uh, YouTube is our primary uh, primary platform. We're at Adalumateers. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Adalumateers on, on both places. Um, yeah, we'd love to, to hear from you, uh, you know, anybody watching. Um, yeah, appreciate, appreciate you stopping by. And it will be there. It'll be in the description of the podcast as well, of course. And uh, lastly, Scott, anything left to say before we uh, wrap this one up, before we land the plane? No, I really appreciate you guys coming out. It was very, it was great to hear uh, your point of view. I really appreciate it. 
Yeah, thanks for having us. We're was, so appreciative. Thank you. Yeah, delightful. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you guys again. Thank you for everyone in chat tonight. You guys were awesome. Lots of great perspectives and everything like that. That is going to be the end of this uh, episode of the podcast. Be looking for us, of course, as weekly. If you have tuned in, you weren't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, and we'll catch you guys in the next video. See you.